I was like, ho, 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 Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> no, it's that. I don't know why this popped up in my head. Um, but hey, Tucky, welcome to uh, another episode of the Good Place series. Uh, we're a podcast and interview series um, talking with various people about, you know, the place they're in, in the physical sense as in life. And um, I have to say, over the last weeks, uh, stuff happened, some videos exploded and there were a lot of enthusiasm and people subscribing to our channel. Thanks everyone for uh, following us, amazing. Um, and this also led me to, uh, uh, to you, Taki. Um, and I've never followed your account. He's uh, doing an amazing project we're gonna touch upon later. It's called Humans Talk Humans. And um, yeah, I got inspired and I was like, sure, you wanna be share a bench together. So now we're here in a beautiful Safati Park in Amsterdam. And uh, Taki's officially the youngest uh, person I've had on the public bench so far. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, interested to hear his, uh, his perspective and um, yeah, his, his point of view on life. Um, Taki, over to you. Um, yeah, please introduce yourself and tell us a bit about yourself. Yes, thank you. Well, thank you for having me, first of all. I did find uh, Robin's account from that video and I found it really interesting and I thought, you know what, let me, let me send you a message and give you some support. <laughs> and now we're here. Um, yeah, my name is Taki. Some of you may know me from my uh, Humans Talk Humans account, where I interview strangers and I ask them random questions. So it's funny that I'm sitting here now being interviewed. Tables have turned. I'm 22 years old. I live in Amsterdam right now, but I've been uh, everywhere. I was born in Japan. I didn't tell you that. Huh? Yeah. No, you didn't tell nope. me that. No. <laughs> and then when I was one and a half, moved to Luxembourg. Okay. And then when I was like four-ish, five-ish, moved to Barcelona. And then when I was 20, so two years ago, I moved here. Cool. Yes, that's my story. Wow. Been around. <laughs> Um, I mean, then the question is, you know, what makes you, uh, uh, you know, cross the globe and uh, what, what eventually brought you to Amsterdam? Yes. So uh, my mom's Dutch um, and I was in Japan. I was born in Japan because my parents lived there, but then my parents separated and I don't speak to my biological father, actually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So my mom went with me and my older sister to Luxembourg and then we started our own life there. Um, made new friends. I mean, I don't remember much. I don't remember anything from Japan, by the way. So <laughs> I need to go back. It's still on my list. Nothing I, at all? I haven't gone back. Nothing at all? No. No? Okay. Nothing. I, I, I mean, I've seen pictures, so sometimes I think, yeah, I remember that, but I remember the pictures. And then Luxembourg. Screen. Yeah. And in Luxembourg, I don't remember much either. But we went back to our, like, old house, like, a year ago or something. So that was interesting. And then I was like, okay, maybe I do remember some stuff. But I was so young, and I guess, I don't know. And then... Yeah, the three of us, my mom, older sister, me, moved to Barcelona. And there we started our new lives. Um, she remarried. I have a stepdad now. I have two younger little siblings who I love so much. And yeah, and then two years ago, so I finished my whole schooling and stuff in uh, Barcelona. We moved here. So back to Amsterdam, but not back. First time for me. And my mom moved back. My mom left when she was 19. So she only came back now as well. Yeah, crazy. But um, your mom's how old now? She is. She just turned fifty. 
right. Yeah. Congratulations, mom. Yes. Happy birthday. <laughs> no. um, <laughs> and yeah, my uh, my Dutch family lives here, so feels like home now after two and a half years. Yeah. But uh, home is where your family is, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We could, we covered that already in the first five minutes. <laughs> interesting, interesting. And what, I mean, I'm just curious, like, well, what made your mom move all those places? Because she just, you know, took you guys and then uh, moved around? She yeah, wanted so to see the globe? Well, my mom lo does love traveling, but she uh, she's not a fan of flying, which is a funny fact. But, uh, <laughs> no, in the beginning it was because of my, my biological father's work. Okay. And then they separated, and my mom wanted to come back closer to because they separate in Japan or and she wants to come back closer to home yeah and then yeah she just I don't know if something told her to go to Spain I feel like that's a Dutch thing though <laughs> <laughs> and then who knows one day yeah you too you want to go to Spain yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. or Portugal yeah this song it's the weather no <laughs> um and yeah so then but yeah she's always had that tra traveling you know blood I guess in her okay mm -hmm. nice and um, so yeah, we're in Amsterdam. You know, people <laughs> fighting about parking spots. Yeah, apologies for all the swearing. <laughs> uh, so um, two and a half years that you're here, uh, having a good time so far. Um, yeah, it's great. It was. It's definitely very different from Spain. Very different. Mm. I'm not going to say the weather because that's everyone, what everyone says the first thing. But yeah, the weather, um, but it's like, it's, it's funny because we're so close to Spain and to Barcelona. Yeah. But it feels like two different planets. I don't know if that's just my, like, my view of it, but life is better here. I do think life is better here. Um, the infrastructure is better. The, it's more international. Mm -hmm. um, in Spain, it's really like Spanish, Spanish, Spanish. And I live in Barcelona, so it's Catalan, actually. Yeah. So. Yeah. Catalan, Catalan, Catalan. Spanish, no, it was not Spain. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I, f I do feel like uh, Amsterdam is more open-minded. Um, there's more opportunities here. I think better work opportunities as well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I just like that it's really international and there's so many interesting people here, like you. Um, <laughs> and I'll, I'll pay him later. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I do like it a lot. It was The first six, seven months were definitely difficult because it was like completely new... Um, I had to make new new friends, new new everything, new life. Mm. But now I'm really Dutch, happy. Right? Yeah, I speak Dutch. I speak English, Spanish, Dutch, and Catalan. And Catalan. <laughs> and Catalan, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, my Dutch was actually not that good when I came here. No? No, because I just learned Dutch from watching TV and from my mom. We spoke English at home, and we speak English at home. Okay. Yeah, so... And you went to school, taught in Spanish? No, I went to an international school. Okay. So it was English. Well, English and then also Spanish and Catalan. Yeah. Because that's the law. But yeah, no, it was mostly in English. Um, but then I did, starting like 8th grade, 9th grade, so when I was 13, 14, I did like um, every every week a Dutch class. Okay. Like once a week. And then there I slowly started picking up the grammar and all the strange rules that the Dutch language has. And then, and then yeah, but when I came here, I like forced myself, Taki, only speak Dutch, only speak Dutch, only speak Dutch. And then it came, went really fast. Even though the first few months... Um, whenever I spoke in Dutch, they would automatically switch to English. That's so <laughs> It's so irritating. It's like I'm trying my best. I know, I know. And then they just switch, which I find it's polite, they, I guess. Do you think they want to help you, or do they think they don't have time for you? I would like to say 
they want to help me. Yeah. <laughs> but knowing Dutch people, and I'm a Dutch person, so I can say this, it's because they just want to get yeah, stuff get done. Going. Yeah, and like get out of my way. Uh, exactly. My Let's just go to yeah. English, get it over with. Yeah. But yeah, so that's definitely a challenge. Um, but yeah, now, now, now people don't switch. Now I'm actually getting that I have a Dutch accent in English. Yeah. And I hate that. You agree? Yeah. Okay. Well, disappointed. That's disappointed. No, no, no. <laughs> I think, I think. Especially, especially for the like first uh, in first connection, you would not even notice your, if, you know, that you you would notice you would think you're Dutch. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But then, then further up the com further up the conversation, yeah, then suddenly you, you know, you get caught on these kind of, you know, little bit of accent yes. kind of going on, and then people are like, okay, you know, there's something else. I mean, I had a meeting this morning in Dutch, and I, I, I catch myself using a lot of English words in my language. And suddenly I got the question, uh, are you English? <laughs> I was like, no, why? Yeah, because you, so, you use so many English words in your language. I'm like, okay. I think I do a lot of these interviews, and then, you know, at one point you're doing 50% English and 50% Dutch. Yeah. yeah. And people tend to complain always here about... They cannot even order a regular coffee in, in Dutch anymore, right? It is true. Yeah. And I agree with that, though. Like, I also had that in my first few months, that I would try to speak Dutch, but then they're like, no, no, I only speak English. <laughs> and then it's like, okay. But yeah, I guess... There's no way to practice. <laughs> no, yeah, you're just screwed. No, but uh, that is also true. It just, maybe Amsterdam's too international. What do you think? Mm. Yeah, what, what, do you, what do you want to do about it? <laughs> Well, but yeah, it's, I think it's in some ways it's true, right? Um, I don't think it's if if you look at the more Nordic Scandinavia, you still feel some Danish or Swedish in the in the mix, although they all all speak fluent fluent English. Mm. But I recently went to Madrid, and yeah, of course you talk English, but then was trying to order a cab it was like, impossible <laughs> to order a cab in uh, english you know so you're forced to uh we're definitely forced uh, to speak the to speak the language yeah could potentially be that amsterdam or the Net some netherlands cities are have that very much becoming too international at one point and losing their uh their local spirit perhaps yeah yeah, to investigate. What is it you miss from Barcelona? I like that how you said Barcelona. Yeah. You you know it. Yeah, you're Spanish. What do I miss? I miss the laid back. At the same time, I don't. But the laid back vibe that there just is in Barcelona. Just everything is more relaxed. You don't feel this pressure like I gotta go somewhere. I gotta do something. Yeah. It's just everything is more chill. Take your time. Um, I like I love speaking Spanish, absolutely love it. My, one of my, the favorite languages I speak, I think. So I miss speaking in Spanish. Does it make you a different person when you speak Spanish? I do feel like a different person when I speak Spanish, actually, and I like that. It's fun. You can I feel like you can, with every different language you speak, you can be a different person. Yeah. But I don't know. That's especially what I when think. You own it. Exactly. Yeah. Especially when you yeah when you're confident about it, then you can just do yeah. You can kind of like be a different person or feel like a different person. <laughs> you you put up that face like I, I swear like smooth, you know. It you is. Smooth, it is. It is. Are you smoother in Spanish or smoother in Dutch? In, in Spanish, my Dutch is a uh, you. I'm, I'm sure you you t you could tell <laughs> my Dutch is not perfect. 
but uh no, not smooth in a language, but also like as a person. As a, yeah, no, no, yeah, 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 in Spanish for sure. Yeah. But Spanish is also more sounds nicer, I think. Yeah. That's just very like aggressive. Yeah. But yeah, so I miss speaking Spanish. I miss the vibe. I miss. Um, uh, Barcelona is more like a city, a big city. Amsterdam is more. It's like a little little town. I know I, someone else mentioned this in your in your channel, but it's true. It's like a little. It's a little, little town, so which is nice in some ways, but I feel like in Barcelona you can get lost more, maybe, like just, yeah, just wander around a bit, and there's many different areas of Barcelona which you can uh, explore, and I lived in one area, and it felt like a whole adventure going a little bit to, to the south, towards the beach, you know, to see that, where here I feel like it's all just one big, one big area, mm -hmm. which I also like, mm -hmm. it's not negative. But yeah, mostly uh, speaking in Spanish and the weather, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what's interesting because, you know, at one point you get, of course, a lot of people that probably have lived in Barcelona and then moved to Amsterdam and see the comparisons between a city like Barcelona or, you know, Amsterdam. But what's nice is that you have a completely different perspective. One, you grew up there. Two, you're fairly young. So there's still a lot of things that you maybe not take care of or have to take care of or have to think about. So you, you, always, you always have a different perspective on things, right? No, that is, that's true. Yeah. Because it hasn't been your decision or your mom's decision to move to Amsterdam. Um, it was kind of like a more family decision. Yeah. But my, actually, my stepdad really wanted to live here okay. to like, you know, feel the culture and learn the language, which he hasn't. He's but Spanish? No, he's American. He's American. Oh, I missed this out. Yeah, so he's American. Yeah. Um, so he's like, yeah, he wanted to move here. Yeah. To, uh, you know, understand, I guess, us a bit more maybe, and learn language, but hasn't yet. But <laughs> that is a good point that as a young, as a younger person, I obviously I still live with my mom, so yeah. I don't have to think about some certain things yet. Yeah, soon, soon I will. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. But like. Um, like the cost of living and stuff. I mean, I do pay for certain things. I just don't have to pay for rent. Yeah. Um, and I also wouldn't know what it's like in Barcelona. Do I ever, I've heard it's cheaper, but now it's also rising the prices. So, yeah. But yeah, those things I didn't didn't have to think about. But then, you know, it doesn't matter because, you know, some people, they always look, uh, look at it from a more like factual point of view, like, oh, it's cheaper here or cheaper there. You know, you look at different kind of values or different things when, when you don't have to worry about these things, right? It feels more free. I mean, at least in my early 20s, I felt like I was the king, you know, I could do everything. I tell you, I feel that I was more rich in the, my early 20s, although I was not making any, any money, you know, than, I don't know, nowadays, because you probably have more things to pay for or different set of responsibilities I miss those early 20s yeah I do now I have a kid no just kidding I love it I love it completely own the chapter um, and is there anything anywhere else would you do you already see yourself like you know a bit more it's a bit maybe long term but I know you're starting a career here and and you know looking for opportunities here uh, you see yourself staying here, or would you ever go back? It's a great question. Um, I always said when I moved here, I'm leaving as soon as I can. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
No, but you now... Bought, bought your return ticket. <laughs> well, no, not, not returning to Barcelona, but just oh, leaving okay. Amsterdam. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Um, but now, it's been two and a half years almost, mm -hmm. I have a different perspective. I, I do like it now a lot. I'm really happy actually here. Um, but I still think I will move at one point. Um, I don't know. It just For me, it's difficult. I don't have like a home anywhere. Just because I'm, I guess I would say Barcelona is my home, but now not anymore. Because in Barcelona, I wasn't, I was also not Spanish. So I wasn't like, like I was still like looked differently. Um, so yeah, I don't really have like the feeling of a home, which is a good thing and a bad thing. Because um, I feel like I can make anywhere my home really fast. But I also feel like I have nowhere to like, be like, because I'm not 100% Dutch and like you can see in certain things that I'm just not. But yeah, so I definitely think it makes sense for me to go live somewhere else as well. I don't know where, that's the next question. We have to figure that out. Maybe, probably a different city in Europe, maybe. Maybe in France, Italy. Okay. Maybe in a big city in the States, but yeah. it needs to be a big city because I can't, I need like the city, you know. You're a city guy. I'm a city guy, I'm a city guy, yeah. I need to be able to walk around and like, just talk be able to, to exactly yes <laughs> true i should have brought, said that yeah and talk to strangers um yeah and if it would i'd be some suburb somewhere that would i would go crazy um but yeah that's definitely on my list uh moving somewhere don't know when don't know where but someday well you're still young to figure that out so you know you got time you got time no no things no you know they always say right good things should never rush yeah um interesting um, well, this is a nice link to, to your own project, Talking to Strangers. Um, can you tell us a bit more about what are you up to next to uh, your internship <laughs> in your spare time? Yeah, so I started this project in January this year, which is crazy that it's this year, to think about it. So it's almost been a year, so it's kind of like... Oh, anniversary time. Yeah, anniversary time, January 13th. Okay, um, nice. So yeah, so I'm like, feel I've been looking back at the year a lot and like thinking about what's next and stuff. But um, yeah, so basically the project started that I um, I had my own TikTok adventure in Spain when I lived in Spain. Um, I had almost 500,000 followers actually, and I was doing for like two three months. I was just really blew up, like really blew up, like I was insane. I had like three two, three, four million uh, views on every single video for like two months consistently. Wow. And basically what I was doing was asking rhetorical questions. So that's where I kind of like got this idea from. So I'd ask a question like, does that person not talk to me because of me or because of them? I don't know. I, that, would, that just came to my mind now. Yeah, but I'd ask like yeah. some question like that. And then basically it was, what was really nice that everyone in the comments would like give their answer and there were all these conversations. And it was really fun. Like, I felt like I was directing this. Like, it wasn't me, though. But it was like, I was starting these conversations. And it was really interesting. Um, people on the streets? No, no, no. Just, just, just in front of like, the camera? Yeah, just like asking yeah. the camera. Okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Reply in a comment. Exactly. Yeah, that's what okay. I meant. And, oh, yeah. And at the end, I would, like, make, like, a funny, like, I would say any. Yeah, that's what I said. I'd, I would ask a question. Then I'd say anyways. And then I would, like, start singing a song or doing something random. So, obviously, on TikTok, you have to do something, we, you know. Um, later I'll show you some videos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then you can you can practice your, your Spanish. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, I was doing it in Spanish. 
Um, and yeah, it was two, three months where it was just insane every single day. People were like recognizing me on the streets, pictures, it was weird. Everything was really new. Um, what? Yeah, it was really weird. It was really weird. Once I was- That's the real reason why you moved to Amsterdam. Yeah, I ran away. No, just kidding. Once I was driving my car and I stopped at a traffic light, and I heard a bunch of screaming, and I'm like, why are people screaming? And then I was like looking around, and I looked to the, like to the right side of the car, and there were like this group of like five, six people looking at me, no screaming, way. and I was like, I, I was so uncomfortable. I was like, what do I do now? I was like, turn green, turn green, please. They put up signs? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know, but I was like, but also because I filmed it in my car, so they like recognize the location. I don't know. Anyway, so that was definitely an interesting experience. But that no longer exists? No, it's still on there, but I just don't post anymore. Because I tried doing it here, but TikTok algorithm is weird. Because I was doing it in Spanish still, and it didn't really like... And it also felt like it was time to do something different. Yeah. I don't know. Witches? Witches, yes. <laughs> which is uh, Humans Talk Humans, um, which I started in January this year. Um, and I really, really thought about what I was going to do. Like, you had a plan. Well, I'm not going to say I had a plan, but I would like an intention, I guess. Um, I didn't want to, at first I was like, let me just do the same thing, but in English or Dutch. I'm like, no, no, no. I wanted it to be less about me and more about other people. And I wanted to get out of my comfort zone because it was extremely out of my comfort zone to talk to people. I was the quiet, well, not the quiet kid, but like, I was ready to be quiet and I, in bigger groups I wouldn't speak and mm -hmm. like going on stage is not my thing. Um, so I was like, okay, two things, you know, two, killing two birds with one stone, what's the yeah. saying? Two birds with one stone. Yeah. So something out of my comfort zone and going back on uh, posting something because I need I need that creative outlet. Yeah. So yeah, then I said um, humans talk humans, and I like the name. I thought it was interesting, an interesting idea, and I felt like just from the name you could kind of like feel sense the idea of the like the concept, which is that uh, two humans are talking about humans, which could be about anything. Yeah. And I felt like that was nice because then I could always ask anything and just yeah I didn't have to feel like I was stuck in a certain niche or something yeah. and I can always later on change it up if I want to yeah or certain format yeah. exactly exactly change the format whatever so yeah then I just start asking uh, strangers random questions mm -hmm. and I guess the fun part of it is that it's very um, I have no control over it which can also be not so yeah. not so fun but there's answers you mean yeah yeah so I have to stop people on the street which was so uncomfortable like now I'm like I don't care but in the beginning, that was tough. Because especially Dutch people, no, nay, nay, nay. Whatever. Yeah, okay. Like, I, I th nowadays my percentage of like people stopping is higher. But in the beginning, it was like maybe. But they're not Dutch. No, no. <laughs> you give them money. No. <laughs> the truth is, Dutch people don't stop usually. I do ask them, it's just that they don't stop. So then they don't make it on the. Yeah. But yeah, my percentage before was like out of 10, 10 times asking. I would get like eight no's, maybe two yeses. And then from those two yeses, maybe one actually wants to do it. So yeah, that was tough. Now my percentage is much better. Maybe I'm better at like uh, stopping people and how I you approach them. them and then they all want to uh, No, I actually barely ever show them what okay. it is. I just, now I like also just go up to them and ask a question instead of like, before I'd say, hey, excuse me. Yeah, okay. Is that the approach? I don't know if it's the approach, but right now it's kind of working. Mm. I might have to switch it up again because some people um, say no, and I always like, I'm re like I respect when people say no. Like I understand, like you have your own life, you want to do what you want to do. Um, no, no, but like I'm not gonna like force, like you know, force them to answer my question. So 
so whenever they say no, I like smile. I'm like, mm. like, I'm saying no worries. You know, it's fine. But um, what are what are some for those who don't know, for those who don't know, like have not seen your channel. How do you come up with your questions, and and can you give some examples of questions you could ask people? Yes, I've been solving myself from asking you questions because in some yeah. things you've said, I'm like, oh, I want to ask them this. Um, okay, so how do I come up with the questions? Um, I get inspired by other people on okay. social media. Um, sometimes I'm just sitting somewhere and a question pops up in my mind. So all my notes out on my phone, I have all the, these questions, like yeah. probably like a thousand now. Um, sometimes I just sit on the internet, on Google. ChatGPT is also a fun one. <laughs> it's just, at the end, it's just to get creative. Yeah, today. Yeah. yeah, and like uh, figuring out what to ask. Yeah, and then on the theme of the year, like now I've been asking some Christmas questions. Okay. Um, but yeah, I try not to like think too much about it um, and let like the question do the talking, I guess. Because um, every person has their own, like s some question could be great for one person, not for yeah. the other. So yeah, I don't, uh, I feel like, and there's so many questions you can ask. If you really think about it, there's like... What's the best question you've had? What's the best question about What's something that uh, had the most surprising that, answers? Well, in the beginning, like maybe like two, three, four months into it, I was asking a lot, what's the worst thing someone said to you? And there I got, <laughs> no, and it was, it got really negative at one point, so I'm like, I have to switch this up. But like, I got some strong, good answers from people who were willing to share. Um, that was very interesting. And I was also at that point traveling. I was in um, Bangkok mm -hmm. for a few days. And then uh, three weeks later, I went to New York and I was asking those questions there. And it was so interesting to see also the different like yeah. answers I'd get from opposite sides of the planet um, yeah, yeah. Um, and a funny fa fact or something I figured out that in in, uh, in Bangkok people answered very fast like they they didn't stop themselves from answering like they were okay. very open yeah okay. yeah and I got way more yeses also like my percentage was higher <laughs> so I was like okay that's an interesting uh, yeah, yeah, take yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah that's I guess one of the the biggest or the questions and, that I got the most answers and from New York people really want to in New York, Think about um, their answer and then... No, and New York is also a bit more open than here. Okay. Yeah. That's what I've, what I've uh, noticed. Um, and I guess I get... Because their English is better, obviously. Yeah. So I get more, like, profound answers, you know, like, yeah. more... But, yeah, that's an interesting question. Another question is... Sometimes in Asia, I do feel that people are, like... Uh, sometimes feel more a bit more happy or something that they always want to collaborate with something, you know? If they're excited about it, let's go. Yeah, everyone was smiling there, even yeah. though it was, we, the topic was really dark. Yeah. It was like smiles and like willing to share and it was super interesting conversations. And what's funny, my conversations are very short compared, yeah. compared to yours. Yeah. Yours are like, yeah. you sit down, you get to know the person. Yeah. Mine is like, it goes by in a minute, two minutes, yeah. and then we're off, which is like, it's interesting. It's like, okay, that was my, I might never see you again. So, um, you change uh, contacts? Not always. Some okay. I I just let it I let it go how it goes. Like some people are like, okay, what is this for? Mm. But I'm not gonna say, yo, stop. Look at this. Like no, no. If they don't wanna, if they feel fine with me posting, it, I always ask. And if they feel fine with it, they just go on with their day. I'm, okay. okay. Sometimes I get a DM later on, like, hey, I actually changed my mind. Don't wanna post it. I say, okay, no worries. Thanks for letting me know. But yeah, it's a. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a it's an interesting concept. You have to come with me one day. <laughs> Well, I'm not the stranger anymore. Yeah, I would. I I would love to join you to see you in action. That's for sure. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you can always ask me a question now. You know. You know. You know. 
<laughs> something out of the comfort zone question but i'm also wondering like talking to strangers the the whole concept of talking to strangers right you say okay the one is more open and 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 the others are, are less less open more closed what was i mean almost a year up what has what have you learned from from this and connecting with strangers i mean they're not all tourists i think Although, I can imagine them, <laughs> especially when you do like around Central Station, you bump into yeah. a lot of tourists. But I'm also like interested, like what it, yeah, has brought you to, to connect with strangers. Yeah, well, let me first talk about location. In the beginning, I did like many locations in Amsterdam, but I felt like my just it, literally because of my percentage of yeses. The more to the center, the more yes I'd get. <laughs> and I also like that I, I had a more variety. You have like a heat map going. Yeah, exactly. Huh? And it it's from the center, like outwards, like more notes. But um, and I I also got like different kind of people, so that that's what I like. Yeah. Because then every video is different. Um, but yeah, from um, talking to strangers, what I've learned is that people are actually not as scary as they seem. There are some people. I'm not gonna say everyone, obviously. But um, yeah, many people can actually be your friend if you if you put an effort to it. And uh, yeah, I'm like now not scared. Like in my daily life, like outside of filming, I'm also way more like open to speaking to strangers or like that call to <laughs> to the restaurant is also not so scary. You know what I mean? When you're like ordering a table and it's like five people, please. Where's WhatsApp? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that yeah. So yeah, I'm way more like open to speaking and and talking to random strangers. Yeah, and if uh, you know, that one person was like, can you take a picture of me standing here? I'm like, yeah, sure. And then I like yeah. to talk to them a bit. But yeah, people are very nice. Um, and it's very interesting to hear everyone's stories. <laughs> you learn so much about them. And, uh, yeah, from their stories. Um, yeah, because a few times I do have conversations after the camera turns off to know a bit more about them. Yeah. And it's really interesting. Like, I just went filming on Wednesday and I uh, interviewed a little kid, which I don't do often. But I always ask their parents first. I, and I want to interview more kids because I like kids. And yeah, they were literally on their way to the airport to fly to New Zealand. And I was like, okay, because nice. <laughs> they're from New Zealand. And they're and I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like I wouldn't have, I would never know this little kid is about to go <laughs> to fly to Singapore and then to New Zealand. Yeah. But yeah, it's world, exactly. Yeah. And then you're like, wow. And it just like changes your perspective on on certain things. It's really interesting. Yeah, you really become like a global citizen almost, huh? Mm -hmm. Like uh, getting to know different people, different backgrounds, different cultures. I also think it could be a mission of yours, you know, that, I don't know, sharing it with the world, that we all should be a bit more open-minded towards strangers and connect more with others and just ask a random person, hey, how are you doing? I've had also this have this idea, especially with this, like uh, sitting on a public bench, you know, I invite you or, you know, we invite each other to share our stories. But I think there are a lot of people out there who would love to sit with us on this bench uh, and, and share a story. Or, you know, we all, you know, need a shoulder or need, uh, you know, lend an ear for someone else to, to share share a story and I think uh, that's a, that's also a role of a, of a public bench more that that's who knows that good place we're gonna launch a good place bench and uh, you know for strangers to ha share their story 
And if not, they can just, you know, scan a QR code. <laughs> Possible, yeah. And, uh, you know, listen to us talking. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, that... I think you, you're actually contributing to a more, more like human, human society. Thanks. I love that idea. You should, you should have your own bench somewhere. Yeah. And then uh, that'd be fun, because then you could like have the more. Yeah, actually, this one is very. This one, we're like, one. yeah, we're like rocking <laughs> around a bit. It's, it's the most crooked one I've been on. It's okay. Every time I move, it's like. It's a little ride, a little ride. Um, rock, rock and bench. But it would be fun to have for you to have that actually, and then you could have like that more. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Randomness, I guess. The more, mm -hmm. yeah. And then you never know what story comes to you. Spontaneous. Spontaneous. There yeah. we go. Yeah. English. Um, spontaneous. But yeah. then it also means that I have to sit here the entire day. That's also. <laughs> but then you get a little bit more like what I do. You know, now you feel you feel it a bit. But uh, yeah. Both time slots. Yeah. People can actually. Uh, we take turns. Okay. It has to be a bit more busy, a little bit, <laughs> and on a Saturday or Sunday, then, you, <laughs> then you'll have a line, a line for you waiting. There. Oh wow. Um, I need to dress up like Santa. <laughs> you gotta go on theme of the year. Did you ask me a question? No, I forgot. Uh, uh, yeah, it was more like a statement, like you know, human. That, that oh, you yeah, also yeah, might yeah. Make, make make society yeah. a bit more human. I think. No, yeah, for sure. And I've also been wondering what's next because I like the um, the spontaneous aspect of it, but I would like to have a bit more control. So maybe I want to add a second. Uh, not a second channel, but like a second uh, format, video format to it, where I could have more control over, over the multiple choice, multiple <laughs> and I could invite the guests. Like I like I like what you do. It's like you get to handpick your your people a bit, but um, yeah. And 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 me me vice versa because yeah. I I've thought of an extra, extra format where, I've I've done it once before, where I actually just ask people about are you in a good place or yeah. what a good place is to them i'm gonna be super honest uh, that i totally feel you about what it takes to get out of your comfort zone and approach people i was yesterday i was uh, in the hague on a on the christmas market and i i just couldn't i was walking around there i don't know i look, was looking at the people and i'm not feeling it and the intention was to actually go and talk to people and ask them about a good place. And I actually went home. So I'm going to retry this, do this again, uh, early next week. People, if you're there on Tuesday, no. <laughs> this episode won't be live before then. But yeah, I mean, I, I love to, I felt inspired by you to, the main thing will be always having people on, on this public bench. Because it I can... And there's time and, and more peace to to talk more in depth about things. But I love to, you know, launch a second format where we actually yeah just ask strangers anonymously, like, hey, are you in a good place? And it's also that for me to see are people keeping up appearances in certain answers or are people really being open, honest and vulnerable about where they at in life and in the place they live. I also notice that a lot of people love to hide behind comments and tweets and so on, you know. As you grow, you'll see more of that. Yeah, the salty, the salty comments. You know, we're, we're Amsterdam again, guys. We're toppers. We're gonna look for you.
Um, but overly, uh, like people are excited and enthusiastic about the questions and the channel that you run, right? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I got so many positive comments and like DMs saying, love this, keep going. Yeah. You know, that, that's super motivating. Um, you feel connection. Yeah, and I always try to make, yes, I answer all, all my DMs, like, all, except for like weird comments. <laughs> but yeah, all, all my DMs <laughs> I answer. Um, and I love that. Like I, I try to make it, it's not about me. It's about, exactly. like it's a community. Yeah. Like it's not like I run the counter, but like I don't have to be the one doing it. So yeah. it's about making community where we feel comfortable. I run polls on stories. I, I ask the question that I asked that day on my story yeah. and then get 40, 50 replies and it's share some of them. It's super interesting. Like that, that's the goal to make it a community where everyone feels, you know, they can be a human. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to ask you some questions now. I wrote, I don't know if you've shared this, but what's the idea? Where did it come from? How did you start? When did you first think about it? I want to know. About? Good place, yeah. Good place. Um, thanks for raising that question. Took uh, 14 episodes, so finally someone asking me that question. <laughs> I was kidding. Um, I think a lot of ideas or com like projects, and I always have ideas and always have projects that I launch and people who know me that they're like, oh, this is a guy again with a new project and a new thing is it's an excuse to connect to get out there to don't be stuck in my own bubble um, and to see what's what's out there you know so that's more about the format about the question about the good place is that like you I grew up abroad I lived in Munich for 15 years. I was born here in the Netherlands, but then my dad got a job, so we moved. And then I was 18, finished uh, my international school. So we're quite, uh, okay. quite the uh, same profile. Yeah. It was only a bit colder in Munich. Um, yeah, and I moved back to Amsterdam because I thought, hey, I'm Dutch, I wanna try this out. Study, start working, so on. Did an exchange program in Toronto, Canada, which is amazing. But then eventually decided to stay here as well. Opportunities. Love the international side of things. Um, but yeah, up to two and a half years ago, suddenly we, me and my partner decided, hey, um, you know, where, where do we want to live? You know, Portugal? Yes. But then COVID hit. So then we decided to stay close to home to the Hague now we move to the Hague and it's not a decision for life so we love it there we have a good time at the moment we came there the two of us and now we have a kid a dog a car life-changing but you know I feel this restlessness I feel this 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 constant what is home uh, what is what is home? Do I when do I accept it? The place you know. I have, I have friends that just live where they grew up, and that's all they know, and they're totally fine with it. Surrounded by family, and that's totally cool. I feel this concern. Okay, yeah, I might might go somewhere else again. I have it in the back of my mind. I don't know why or how, because I feel maybe also the world is too nice to only settle for one thing. I mean, I will stick to my partner, no worries. doesn't mean that I'm going to change partners every five years. But a place, I mean, 
it's not a running away from things but it's yeah i want to i want to know that culture i want to meet new people i know i love people in some ways but i also hate people well hate is a different word let's see i get annoyed by people at times it's all about behavior if we're all in this together as a collective as a we then 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 that's cool um but yeah through this experiment see it as a qualitative research project is also about getting to know different people with different values with different goals with different preferences about life how they see life about the place they live in but also how they want to live and and you know be be there for others i think especially also be there for others not just for yourself but also it's the same like with tourists like are you just here to take are you just here to eat churros and cheese and and then take it all in and go home or you also visit to leave something behind you know or are you here also just to give instead of just take and that's the same with living i mean it's not just am sam de hague giving me things like what can i do for amsterdam what can i do for the hague i want to get to know the people that actually run the creative industry who are doing amazing stuff cool initiatives you know what's cooking and 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 why do people live there um because if you're just there to take then yeah you could go anywhere everywhere i think and then it's the perfect life about oh rent's cheap here or hey good this is cheap or that is it's not about that i think quality of life is not about making sure that you make a lot of income and spend as 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 little as possible no <laughs> you know it's about belonging it's about the people you meet it's about yeah so many different things so that was uh, almost half of the podcast here <laughs> me explaining no but good place yeah i think it's it's close it's close to me and that's why um i love having these conversations what do you think of that it's a great answer thanks thanks for letting <laughs> letting me know thanks for letting us know um so this is episode 14 <laughs> so has it gone how ex- i expected it to go uh no, no. <laughs> i don't have any expectations okay uh by the way see this guy just with uh cleaning with up. cleaning up yeah. you know I like that. It's there are good people in good places. So. It's probably his lunch break. Yeah. Like our lunch break is. Yeah. And he dedicates it in yeah, making sure the park is clean. I like that. Good citizenship. That's also part of being in a good place. Good citizenship and good company. Tucky, I think we're towards the end of our uh, episode 14. Mm-hmm. I hope you had a um a great time. I at least had full of insights. I recognize a lot of who you are in myself, so that's that's a compliment, I think. Or it's funny how things turn. Um, maybe you have a final question you wanna wanna state to the to the viewers, and then to the viewers. Yeah, who knows? You, we 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 close off with a with a with a question that people can actually answer. Okay. And then we share them on both our channels. Okay. Before I end. Please subscribe to the Good Place channel <laughs> and to uh, Human Talks Humans. Um, I'll share the links uh, below. Uh, thanks for your attention and your time. Um, and uh, yeah, who's going to be next on our bench? I don't know. Let's find out. Taki, over to you. You have a question? 
Yes. All right. Let's take it away. Well, first of all, thank you for having me, Robin. It's been amazing. I love seeing your little your little bubble, your your world, <laughs> seeing it from your view. Um, and my question is actually going to be your question that you that you've asked in your in your explanation. When you go somewhere, do you feel like you only take from it, or do you feel like you're also bringing something to that place? This can be when you're traveling, or uh, when you're moving there for a year or two years. But yeah, this is a question that I really liked. That uh, wasn't mine; it was his. And I'm actually gonna I'm gonna think about that one. I don't have an answer either, but that's a good one. I'm gonna think about when I go somewhere the next time. Put it in the comments. Exactly. All right. Thank, Thank you. Much. See Bye. Ya. Ciao.